0: Welcome to Trashy Trashy. we retake a dumpster dive on this week's Garbage People. And look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica and I'm your host.
1: My name is Cassandra and I am your other host. What
0: up? You know, a, a thought just popped into my head. And if I were to, you know how like in, in movies when people get like amnesia and then people have to teach them about their old lives. Mm-hmm. I would just, I, I would love to just the concept of me reintroducing this to myself, the podcast and just being like, no, you love this. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are things that you value. And you, no, no, no. You like, you love lowbrow things and this is okay. Would be so interesting. <laughs> is it like in movies where they're like,
1: well, we've got a lot to catch you up on. And then like, they'll do like the major things of like, uh, we have this was the president and this is the new president we have our first female vice president and there's a war in ukraine whatever and then like someone just chooses to use our podcast to catch them up and he's like my goodness there's been so many people drunk in florida since i hit my head <laughs> yes
0: yes yes, <laughs> yes 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 we're, we're the. We're going to be used in hospitals around the world. <laughs> yeah, just to
1: catch people up on what's going on. And like, there's going to be some people who, like, you know, they like 51st dates where they forget every day, you know? And so <laughs>
0: use our podcast and listen to it every day. Yeah, they're the like, whole thing. A man got a chicken stuck up his rectum. He's like, no, no, that one was proven false. Yeah. Oh my like, God. He's remembering. <laughs> he's remembering. Progress, progress, <laughs> all the journals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would just love, like, yeah, it's like, well, Erica, no, you, uh, you loved softball, you know, that was your favorite sport. And you also tried to take a margarita home in a sippy cup from Chili's one time in college. You don't, you don't remember this, oh. Erica. Who who are you on the inside? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I I've just I uh, I don't know why that just flashed into my head. How how are you doing? What's going on with you?
1: <laughs> um, I'm good. Uh, uh anything new coming to my my house is a mess right now. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I I don't I don't really have anything else to say about that other than my house is a mess and i'm traveling again this weekend which if you're listening to this it would have been this last weekend so i'm just like we've been traveling so much it's mostly like wedding related or birthdays or other people's weddings like there's a lot of there's reasons behind it and um
0: i'm just fucking exhausted i can't clean the house i can't and i won't well my if you're listening to this Next week, my Nana will have just left, but my Nana's in town and my house has never been cleaner. Mm. So I'm just going to, I'm going to send her up to your house. Oh, is she cleaning? She just can't help herself. Oh. So she'll just, she'll just, oh, I, I just, I, I heard it the other day, just cleaning the guest bathroom on her knees, like in her seventies. And I was like, I heard scrubbing from in the upstairs. I just heard the sound of scrubbing and I was like, what? Well, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just cleaning the bathroom. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Get up off your knees. I will send someone down there. I'll, or I'll do it myself. That would drive me crazy. You, you can rest. You've earned a rest in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I I bought paper plates so she'd stop doing the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we can just throw them away. (laughs) We can just throw these away. (laughs)
1: <laughs> why are you trash
0: well i had to return to office last week despite us being still in the middle of a global pandemic an airborne global pandemic that is wreaking havoc on people's system but you know
1: in- what we call it the middle i would say we're just in a, a spike of something that will never end He's in the middle of something that will
0: never end. Fair. You know what? Fair. I am. Yes. Very, very true. So I had returned office, but we did a work dinner and we went to a very nice restaurant in Culver city and we ordered a round of cocktails and the waitress came out and she said, and she didn't finish the sentence. She didn't even finish one of the words. We'd ordered a round of drinks. And then she said, the phrase she was trying to get out was, I have an extra drink. Who would like a free cocktail? Oh, no. But the but what she basically got out was, who wants a free cocktail? And I was like, me. The arm up in the air screamed me so fast. Because she was sitting just above my left shoulder. Like, she was standing right above my left shoulder and knocked it out of her hand I practically grabbed it and I was like get me, me. and then my and uh, then I was like oh I don't I'm not amongst Fred I'm with co oh oh grave mistake <laughs> grave mistake is this gonna go on my peer review <laughs> like I the, the the speed of which I said yes I want the free cocktail and didn't even give my co-workers that you know that that normal thing of when you pull up at a four way stop and you don't know who got there first and everyone goes, oh oh, with the hand gesture, like, oh yeah, go. and it's like no no, you he, go and then we all just politely sit there. That's what should have happened.
1: Or like the the feeling of like the last slice of pizza. The, like, do you it,
0: want it? No, you, I've yeah. had two. No, you got ahead. No, you paid. It's okay, your house. I'll like, take
1: it. Finally, oh,
0: okay. That's what yeah. should have happened. It was that she didn't even get to finish all the syllables in cocktail, which I said I'll take it, and so she put it down. And then I said, "Thank oh, thank you so much. This is a delight." And then she described what it was. What was it? It was a spicy margarita, and it was wonderful. It's so funny because,
1: like, if you were amongst friends, that would have been like charming, but. Mm since you're amongst co-workers like I know if I was one of your coworkers, this is like why I'm trashy but like I'd be like oh is there a go okay
0: I yeah I was I was I was like oh boy I, I'm gonna set that one really slow really slow it's gonna take me all dinner to finish that one so they don't think anything's <laughs> the matter
1: yeah yeah it's gonna yeah.
0: take me we're, this is gonna be a post-dinner drink uh, a during dinner post-dinner drink so that no one raises an eyebrow <laughs> and you're not gonna order another one <laughs> Yeah, I it, it uh ooh, that's I was big time it was like a trash flag it, you might as well have just confetti fallen from the sky that just said tra- trash trash it's so funny yeah why why are you trash so I've been in the throes of some
1: dental work. We mm-hmm. I found a dentist that, that doesn't scare me. And finally. And so I've undergone step two of four for a root canal. Fucking sucks. It doesn't hurt as much as it's just like tedious and mm-hmm. I don't like to go. Anyways, I've realized that lately I've kind of developed like this, like, it, it's pretty much ever since I sold my car. So like, you know, maybe almost a year or so. And I just become accustomed to like walking, you know, a lot and everywhere. And I like to walk and all that kind of shit. So I love to get my little steps in. And so I was at the dentist yesterday and this second procedure didn't take that long. And I had my partner drop me off so he could run an errand. I could have driven myself. He wanted me to drive myself, but I said, no, no, just drop me off. Like, Go, go to the grocery store for us, please. So I finished quickly and I was like, oh, I'm done. Come back. And he was like, okay, yeah, I just had to run home really fast, but I'll I'll be right there. So what I should have done was sit on the bench outside of the dentist's office and waited. Like, you know, what a normal person would do when they're waiting for a ride. But lately I've taken to, all right, I'll start walking home. And I don't even mean that like in a passive aggressive, like, Oh, you're not here yet. Fine. I'm going to start walking home. I mean that genuinely like, okay, cool. I'm going to start walking home. And what's shitty about that. And what's trashy about it is that then the person who's coming to pick me up can't find me. it's <laughs> not, Cause you know, like I'm not always taking the most direct routes home because I don't necessarily like to walk along a busy street or if there's not a sidewalk or whatever. And so, when I was finally recovered yesterday, <laughs> my partner was like, Why can't you just stay still? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't want to. Uh, I like smart. to walk. Yeah. But I mean, it's stupid. Like, I, I just, I, what I should do is I should be like, I will walk home. Don't come and get me. But then I'm like, Oh, but I'm in the middle of my work day. I, I don't have time to walk home, but okay. I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to fuck you over (laughs) because you didn't stand outside and just wait for me i'm like a lost child
0: anyways it's so funny well you know who else is is like a lost child oh girl the gentleman in our first story yes big news this week or last week that britney spears got married yay queen britney got married and as kara crocker Once famously said, leave Britney alone. Is that
1: their name now? Kara Crocker? Yes. Yes. Did not know that.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, Britney Spears' ex-husband is given a restraining order after crashing her wedding.
1: Britney Spears' husband, conveniently named after Seinfeld star Jason Alexander... (laughs) Because when I first read this story, I said, "What was Jason Alexander doing?" But then I was like, "Oh, that's her ex-husband's name." Yeah, he was uh, filming himself on Instagram Live, just walking around the grounds of this wedding while he was, you know, while people were setting up, being like, "Where's Brittany? Where's Brittany?" And people were like, um, "Who are you?" "Oh, I'm her. I'm her. I'm husband number one." And then like the staff was like, oh, "Okay, cool." Like, what the
0: fuck? I, I just, is it, I just uh, like, will she, will she ever know peace? Why
1: were these staff members not, I mean, he was literally saying, I'm here to crash the wedding. He wasn't even being like, oh, I'm husband number one. I just can't find out where the guests are. (laughs) It's kind of like, okay, I guess this is above my pay grade, but like saying, I'm here to crash the wedding. You're, you're working at a celebrity's wedding. (laughs) Don't you think you should do something?
0: Yeah. Um, also Jason Alexander helped Storm the Capitol last January 6.
1: Did he? So he's used to breaking and entering.
0: Yes. Longtime uh Trump supporter. And uh there was a photo posted of him on Facebook wearing a, a Trump-branded beanie on the streets of DC on January 7th of last year, and photos of him inside of the Capitol.
1: Oh, were those released alongside this?
0: I feel like Along- you're, you're, you're sending me photos, but I can't see them. I'm sending you photos? Or you said alongside this. Oh, like were those photos... Oh no! These photos were posted in 2021. Oh, you were
1: literally sitting there waiting for like alongside this.
0: Yes, I thought it was a reveal.
1: Like this. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) No. Like, (laughs) just because like a lot of those people who went inside the Capitol have gone to jail or like Mm -hmm. went to jail for a second at least, and so like this. I mean, so this Jason Alexander, he did get caught by security guards and he did go to jail he did plead not guilty to charges of stalking trespassing battery and vandalism because he got in a fight with the security guards although it looks like he's been found guilty and uh, now has
0: a restraining order yeah you must stay 100 yards away from spears for at least three years good why only
1: three i don't think i know how restraining orders work but like what changes
0: after three years I don't, I don't, because we, mm. typically restraining orders are granted against, uh, I, get a ladder because I'm getting up on my high horse, but, uh oh, hold on, hold, whoa, <laughs> whoa, typically restraining orders are more are granted to protect women and we hate women in this country. I, I, I just I can't. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. The wedding was attended by Madonna, Donatella Versace, Paris Hilton, Selena Gomez, Drew Barrymore, though various members of Spears' family did not attend, probably because they kept her in prison for years.
1: Yeah, wasn't it only her brother was invited? Everyone else was not invited? Hey. So
0: all right i wish them well i wish her and and sam well so i do too you know who else i i kind of wish well
1: uh the man in the next story
0: <laughs> yeah yes yes
1: from New yorkdailynews.com arrested arizona penis man claims there are more penis men like him
0: <laughs> hear us out <laughs> Many believe that the infamous penis man graffiti artist who tagged dozens of spots in Arizona was brought to heavy-handed justice by the Tempe police on Thursday, but containing the spirit of penis man will be much harder than anyone expected.
1: Okay. So I guess if you're, if you live in Arizona, like, please let us know, but it it sounds like there's just the tag penis man all over Arizona and it's becoming almost like an urban, It's becoming like the new Banksy for Phoenix, because <laughs> no one knows who the penis man is. And so uh, according to the Phoenix New Times, a man named Dustin Schomer, he posted on Facebook that he got arrested in his condo by SWAT team. They said that they raided his condo, his vehicle, swarmed his entire co- complex, and pointed a silenced assault rifle in my face. Did they... That seems crazy, but also maybe it's not. I just can't imagine doing 25 SWAT officers in order to arrest someone who just is doing vandalism.
0: It is Arizona. so And the Supreme Court just ruled that the Border Patrol can enter your home within 100 miles of the border, the U.S. border, which composes of basically two thirds of the population of the U S and includes like LA, San Francisco, Boston, like basically that's the ocean, Canada, Mexico, any border, Mm -hmm. uh, and have no federal protections and they can come in at any time. Uh, So I don't, uh, I, I think they're, the police are, are gonna, they're SWAT gonna SWAT and all the border right. patrol got kind of a border patrol. So I, 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 we're giving them too much power. So I, I, I don't I don't doubt this one bit. So you believe it.
1: All right. Oh, so yeah. he was booked on 16 counts of aggregate aggravated criminal damage, eight counts of criminal damage, and one count of criminal trespassing, all related to incidents where he spray painted penis man on various buildings and objects. But is this guy the penis man?
0: Well- that's one that's been tagging spots across the state for two months and captioning the nationwide attention. Shomer says no. He's just a follower who did a few months of the tagging. I'm not the original, he said. Whoa. Did you watch that show on Fox that was um, Kevin Bacon where he was like the cult leader? Uh, oh my oh, God. Do you I know,
1: I, re- I know what you're talking about. I feel like gosh, I may have watched a couple episodes, but I kevin
0: bacon yeah i'm i'm, I'm uh, he, he played joe carroll it was the follower the following the
1: following
0: the following so he form? he played um oh yeah yeah he he was a former fbi agent and this guy what uh he was <laughs> okay that's what he was so uh yeah kevin bacon was uh a former FBI agent. And he was assist, he was assisting the FBI again. So a uh, a cult leader had escaped and his cult begins to develop again. And so, and then it's kind of like, Oh, you're like, Oh, everyone's helping, you know, uh, you know, capture this cult. But then it's like everywhere you fucking turn somebody else is in the cult. So it's like, Oh, this police officer. Great. They're going to help us capture the guy. Nope. He's in the cult. Like it was just like it was, it was it was like a fun like the first season was 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 fun but like it was just like a like a Scooby Doo episode where it was like oh, zoinks. This guy's in the cult. Now I'm like everyone was like the shopkeeper that's selling me the gun? Nope. He's in the cult. In the cult. This gun is rubber. <laughs> like it was just
1: everyone I can't, honestly, I'm thinking about my life between January 21st, 2013 and May 18th, 2015. I don't, (laughs) like that part of my life, I can't really figure out why I have seen this show because I was just like 23 and like, but I've seen this show, but why, why did I see it? But I oh, saw it. I watched
0: every episode. I watched season one.
1: And the following really like had like a, a grip on women in their young twenties. <laughs> yes, I watched, cool. I watched every now?
0: episode. Oh, I, I was like, oh boy, what's going to happen next? Is you it probably like was every-
1: like our first exposure to a, so like a, a constructed drama, and so you're like, this is this the golden age of television. <laughs>
0: We're in it. Oh, so it was just like zoinks. I'm in the cult. It's like God damn it. And anyway. we're all
1: watching. Like, oh. <laughs>
0: he's in the cult too. She's in the cult. <laughs> Trust no one. It was very- fucking funny. Yeah.
1: Well, anyways, the point is, is that uh, there's a lot of these people out there tagging penis man. It is he is not the only one. He is not even the original one. And he wrote on Facebook. Penis man is neither man nor woman, you nor me. We are all
0: penis man.
1: (laughs) Wow. Powerful stuff.
0: Powerful stuff. So, well, speaking of trust no one, let's get into our next story and visit Florida. Mm. From Fox35Orlando.com, I will hit you, Florida man, 77 punches friend, 84 (laughs) over golf etiquette at the villages deputies say
1: the way that i just like imagines a 77 year old and an 84 year old man getting in a physical altercation (laughs) like it's not even like amusing it's more just i don't like watching men get in fights in general because it's like what the fuck is wrong with you like grow up you know but like how do you tell someone who's like that old to grow up more like is is someone around to stop them (laughs)
0: The way I the, the 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 amount of glee that I got from watching two, four gentlemen fight in Ireland, like I was like, this is worth the price of the ticket alone. <laughs> but I was far enough back where I was like, they can't roll in. like I'm I'm an out of danger zone. Like I'm out of the splash zone at SeaWorld. You know what I mean? But I can still see the show. <laughs> and I <like, laughs> I, I don't know why, but they weren't punching. They were just kind of like mobbing each other. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like, we're all friends, but we're, we're just kind of tussle, you know, it wasn't like a violent, violent assault, you know, it was just kind of like, we're drunken idiots that well, I kind of enjoy. So
1: what happened is around the fourth hole, the two men started arguing, which apparently is something that they did often. And. One of them, Randall, 77, was standing on the green near the hole. Oh, and uh, you're not supposed to do that. Like, you know, if someone's going to shoot into the hole, you're supposed to get off the green. I guess that's like proper golf etiquette. But then Randall was like, flipped him off and said, I'm not going to get off of the, you know, green. Fuck you. And then that 84-year-old flipped him off. Someone flipped off someone else. The other person said, do that again, and I will hit you. Very offended. And then uh, he did it again. And then he got hit. Talk shit, get hit, you know?
0: But I'm sure that there was like, I'm going to hit you. And then a slow climb, like a slow descent to get over to him. Sure. It wasn't a sprint. Like, I'm going to hit you. Boom. (laughs) I'm sure it was like, when my Boniva kicks in i'm going to hate you i'm sorry that's aegis. like that's shitty i'm sorry but like i just don't picture this happening in a quick succession of events
1: well so randall was arrested on a charge of battery on a person 65 years or older is that fair because it's like when two minors fight they don't get charged with you know, assaulting a minor because they're both minors, you know? So if you're over 65 and your victim is over 65, should you get the specific charge of battery over someone 65 or older? Like mm. if you're in your thirties and you hit an old person, yes, definitely get slap them with that charge. Shame on you. Mm. But like once you're in this, it's kind of like pick on someone your own size. Like I think someone who's 77 fighting someone who's 84 should just
0: you know get the standard yeah uh, charges charges i think you should if you're 70 to 79 you should but the the charges but if you're 80 to 80 you know what i mean like you if you if you break categories of of years that's the only time it should but, but because they're different ages that's why it should count
1: You know, what we should do is if you're, if you fall into like a certain age bracket, when YouTube asks you how old you are, you know, Mm -hmm. YouTube's like for your ad experience, how old are you? (laughs) So like 18 to 34, you're allowed to fight each other, like
0: 35
1: to uh, 55 and then 55 to, you know, like that kind of thing. Let's go, let's look at the private companies and have them determine who can fight who. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're over 65, you should lose your voting rights. Okay. Okay. Anyway,
0: Um, um, anyway, on to our next story from the Huffington post.com.
1: Okay. So this came up at my, at my dinner table, you know, last night. Oh
0: boy.
1: That is why I decided to include it. I don't know why it came up. Oh, right. So my partner's been getting dental work too. We're just like, we're really trying to fix our teeth before the wedding. And, and so he's chewing on one side of his mouth and he was like, oh, well, you know, like technically it tastes different if you chew on one side versus the other. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, food also tastes different if you, you know, serve yourself with one hand versus the other. And I was like, that's crazy. Did you know that your balls had taste buds too? And he said, excuse me? And. So I went on an internet deep dive because I knew that I'd seen this on TikTok. And, uh, so I thought I would share this with everyone.
0: I not a scientist. I feel like the listeners know I want to call bullshit on the serving yourself with like, if I eat with my left hand versus my right hand,
1: Food. Service. This this guy says. Oh, also, if you eat upside down, it tastes differently. But Apparently, you're activating different taste buds. I don't know. He's not a fucking scientist either. All right. All right. So the TikTok, point is,
0: yeah, no. Let's get into it.
1: <laughs> yes, from HuffPo.com. No, your testicles do not have taste buds. Stop dipping them in soy sauce. <laughs>
0: It started innocently enough. TikTok user crying in the car logged onto a popular app and cry- shared an eye-raising scientific finding with her followers. Did y'all know if a dude puts his balls in something, he can taste it? He can taste it, she asked, showing a screenshot of a 2013 Daily Mail article that seemingly proved as much. If she you put have, it- oh, okay. go ahead. If you have testicles, please dip your balls in something. It's for science, and I must know.
1: It's a call to action.
0: It's for science.
1: Yeah. So there's a TikTok user, Alex James, who has more, who had more than one million followers on the app at the time of this writing, um, and he was the first one to put it out there that he he could taste something. He's sitting in his car. He dabs his finger in soy sauce um his hand goes down outside of the view of the camera you know touching his balls i'm assuming and he like is like oh my god i can taste it i can taste it oh my god y'all what what and so then fucking everyone on tiktok started dunking their balls in soy sauce and claiming they could
0: taste something so the actual study, which was published in the Journal of Mo- Molecular Human Reproduction in 2013, found that male testes do indeed have taste receptors. These receptors can also be found in the digestive system, the respiratory system, the brain, and spermatozoa. I wonder if it's
1: like how
0: you, like when they say
1: like, oh, smell is fucking half of taste or whatever. Like if it's like that, where when you, you can smell something cooking and it could, in theory, you can kind of taste it mm-hmm. in a way. Maybe it's because mm. it's saying that it has taste receptors similar to respiratory systems. That's what I'm, I'm thinking is that if you get your balls near something, you can kind of taste it but
0: I well yeah Yeah, Emma Beckett a food and nutrition scientist at the University of Newcastle in Australia said that taste receptors aren't the same things as taste buds and she said in other words your testicles can't test a damn thing taste a damn thing in Uh, other words in other words your testicles can't taste a damn thing
1: yeah so Aaron Spitz, a urologist and author of the Penis Book, a doctor's complete guide to the penis, uh, <laughs> said, "You don't want your testicles to have taste buds." He says, "I've seen guys' balls covered in pretty nasty stuff like fungal infections, and not their and their owners don't have a bad taste in their mouth. Not to mention all the awake vasectomies I perform without my patients complaining of tasting soap from the surgical scrub, nor a burnt flavor when I sear their tubes with the uh, cattering or whatever this word is
0: cottering iron pottery yeah
1: yeah so i mean that it's like Mm -hmm. you're not thinking of that when you're dunking your balls in soy sauce you're -hmm. not thinking i'm pretty sure i've had like like i don't taste soap in the shower Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but here i am (laughs) dunking my balls anyways and swearing to taste soy sauce
0: So uh, user Stewie Lewis uh, said, it may have just been my senses becoming heightened due to the fact that I was putting my balls in something in an unfamiliar place, but I did feel a strange sensation as soon as it touched the sauce. It was different than normal tasting, but I could absolutely tell I was sensing something with my balls. My body could tell it was soy sauce.
1: whatever you need to tell yourselves honey (laughs) i am disappointed though that like because i was there was a piece of me that was hoping by bringing this up at the dinner table that i could convince my partner to like do this Mm -hmm. and it would have been extra funny if he did it and he was like nothing's happening (laughs) (laughs) and then i just like got him you know gotcha gotcha you got we got soy sauce balls. Oh, well. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I I'm always have tons of questions about the male anatomy and balls mm-hmm. and, you know, find a comfortable male to ask them to. And uh, from Buzzfeed, there was a Reddit post asking men, do they have questions for women that they're too
0: uncomfortable to ask? So some of these questions... When you're a Plutonic friends with a man, do you want to be treated exactly how he treats his male friends in terms of tone, the inside jokes, and the way he, in time spent? Or is there an expectation to be treated differently as a woman?
1: I figured we could answer these, Erica, in case yeah. any of our male listeners are wondering these things. So yeah. what do you think about that one?
0: Uh, I, I expect to be treated uh, pretty, pretty platonically. I do expect to be, I guess, talked to a little bit I do expect to be talked to a little bit, maybe, uh, like, I guess more than male friends. Cause I feel like a lot of male friends are like, Hey, how's it going? Good. And they could not talk for like nine months at a time. And that's like, fine. Like nothing's the matter. But if I don't talk to like a female friend for like nine months, I'm like, she hates hates me. me. She hates me. So it's like, and I have to turn that switch off when thinking about like like a male friend but like uh, for the most part it's like I mean jokes are jokes and um yeah a lot of my like male friends it's uh it's it's also becoming like couple friends mm-hmm. you know uh, like the older I get it's like oh I'm also friends with their their partners I'm also friends with their partners and their or their spouses and stuff like that but yeah, yeah. for the most part it's uh, it was different probably in my 20s because I think a lot of my plutonic friends I also had probably crushes on. So I think it depends on the age that you are.
1: Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I expect platonic friendships with men. Like, you should probably treat me the same. But within reason, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to be like subject to like really like gross things, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Like I I kind of agree that like, maybe it's like, if you treat me differently than your male friends, like I might become a nice outlet for you to have a friend that you can actually speak to. Mm -hmm. Um, not saying that all men don't talk to each other. I just know that, you know, like you're right. They don't talk sometimes as much. And so it's kind of like, Hey, like, I know you got something in there, buddy. Like, go ahead and we can have longer conversations than maybe you can have with your other buddies. And that's, that's a okay with me.
0: Mm -hmm. It's nice. Keep it, keep it
1: platonic. The next question is with periods, is it a gush, a small leak, or more of a drip every so often? This is a good question.
0: This is a great question. I have just a nozzle where I I just choose when I want and on and off. And so I just, you know, my- (laughs) It's just like a lemonade, uh-huh. you know, like a, a gallon glass jar where I just sure. say on off. The answer to this question, of course, is all three.
1: Yes. Yep. <laughs> just depends. Just depends on the day. Nope. Yep. Um <laughs> I love this one. I go to the gym and I see women wear these sports bras that have like 10 straps. Well, I think that's a cool style. I wonder how they put it on and not get tangled in the straps. I love these strappy sports bras and practice, practice determination and a couple times where you fail and you do get tangled in the straps.
0: I know this is going to seem weird, but how do you control your P stream? It's easy as a guy, but I'm not too sure it would be for a woman. It's not, you can't stop midstream.
1: Uh, I mean, I can stop. It hurts, though.
0: It, it does hurt. Yeah, it's and, just, like,
1: it's, it's I can't control the, where it goes. Like, that's why we have to sit yeah. on the toilet. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's not something
0: I can aim. Yeah. You have to aim your whole body, really. It's not a... Yeah, we don't have, like, a nozzle, really.
1: You aim your whole body, but it still has the opportunity <laughs> to go... Like, you know, like, when there's, like, a fire in a hotel room and, like, the sprinkler goes off on the ceiling... That's that's what I imagine happens in the toilet cuz wow. when I squat I feel like like over a toilet. <laughs> I feel like there's always some cleanup after. So yeah.
0: why do women have an abundance of pillows in their homes? Couches, beds, I get having one or two for comfort, but I've seen women with over 5 pillows. <laughs> cuz it looks good. Looks good. Oh, awesome. I mean, we it I love yeah, comfort, like you said, yeah. comfort. Uh, it looks not, it brings the room together. It's like the rug in the Big Lebowski, it really ties the room together. Um,
1: ever heard of an accent pillow? I mean, ax- you need it, like your couch looks barren without
0: it. Yes, I need. One to two pillows for my head. I need a pillow between my knees. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like a pillow just for my feet at night. Oh. A little pillow for my feet to feel like I'm a queen.
1: I need two to three. I need one for my head, one to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And then if the one that I'm holding on to isn't big enough for my knees, I need one for my knees. Mm -hmm. That's That's just sleep. But like on the couch...
0: Yeah. Like it's just comfort, you know, it's got to look nice. Yeah. I, I had a work discussion. It was like a Friday, like four o'clock. And I had a, a male coworker, Hey, off topic. But if you don't have yourself a pregnancy pillow, one of those giant U-shaped pillows, he's like, I advise you get one, And I was like, a hundred percent get a pregnancy pillow. Love the pregnancy pillow. Neither of us have been pregnant. And so the, the two pregnant member, like people that have had birth on my team were both like, wait, why? Like, neither of them had had one and we're questioning why we had one. And so we were advocating for these pregnancy pillows. And then other team members were like, why not just have two to three pillows? And we're like, two to three pillows can separate and scatter like the wind. Yeah. A pregnancy pillow that's all connected. And we, we just went on a, a huge, we were, we were salesmen for these pregnancy pillows. And uh, Damn, I want one of those. It was a fun Friday conversation. Yeah. It really made the time go by and it was
1: good. Great. Good, good,
0: yeah. good, good, good. Um, speaking of urine. Yes. Yes. And how we control it. <laughs> I just
1: pregnant women pee a lot. According to AP Boston Transit Agency tries urine sensors on
0: elevators. You're in trouble no more. Ooh. The Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority hopes with new programs to tackle public urination and system elevators with technology. The MBTA, which services Boston and the surrounding areas, is launching a pilot program this summer in which urine detection sensors will be placed in four downtown elevators. The sensors will alert transit ambassadors who will dispatch a cleaning crew. All right. Yeah. So
1: basically, if you pee in an elevator, there's a sensor on the ceiling with an attached fan that sucks in air all the time and can
0: smell, you know, if you pissed. There you go. And uh, yeah, the, so the, the, the pilot kicks off in August and data will be collected for several months before the agency makes a decision whether to implement, implement the program by the year's end.
1: Basically, you know, do people piss in these elevators often enough for us to put these sensors in all elevators?
0: The answer is yes.
1: Gosh, what a shitty like job is that cleaning crew too. Because like you just sit around, you're on call. It's like being a, a doctor on call, except you're not getting called in to save someone's life. You're getting called in to clean up piss in an elevator.
0: But it's equally as important. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Apparently, this is not a new concept. The Metro Al- Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority launched a program a decade ago that would trigger strobe lights, alarms and alerts to the MARTA police when urine was detected in the elevator. The elevators also were inoperable until they were cleaned. That program was deemed a success.
0: It feels like a yeah. overkill like for I mean uh, for the elevators to stop that feels like that my, feels like overkill. That feels like overkill. It's like if my commute is slowed down Cause somebody like I'll, I'll ride in a piss smelling elevator as long as I'm on time to work, like clean it, but for the whole thing to stop. Mm. Sure. But
1: like, I, oh, if would you, would you, if you were some sort of, you know, person who would take a piss in an elevator in the first place and then alarms and all this kind of stuff started like blaring
0: you bet, I bet you wouldn't pee in that elevator again. I yeah. bet it would teach you your lesson. Yeah. That's how, that's how they potty train two-year-olds in Atlanta now. They they Come into <laughs> these elevators. Yeah. So I don't
1: know. I mean, I, my most recent experience riding the Metro to and from DragCon. <laughs> I'm kind of like for this because it would be really, really nice for it not to smell so much like pee everywhere. I never rode the elevators. I didn't need to. I didn't have like a bike or anything, but like Mm -hmm. there's also outside of the elevators smells like pee. (laughs) So in general, just too many people are peeing in metro stations.
0: I was on a Reddit thread and there was a sign. It was the anti-work thread. And there was a sign that said, um, for every minute you're late to work you will have to stay 10 minutes after like to work 10 minutes more after your shift which is illegal and uh you know people were arguing in the comments and you know somebody had posted it to twitter essentially and then somebody on you know was on twitter of some boomer was like get to work on time and it won't be an issue and somebody was like well you know somebody you know, uh, my train the other day was delayed because somebody, you know, did, you know, jumped on the tracks, something happened on the tracks. So I'm like, well, plan, you know, leave early to get to work. And they're like, so you want me to get to like, come to work 45 minutes to an hour early in case Somebody does something disruptive to the train once every six months, you know, it's just, yeah. Just if that- someone decides to kill themselves that day, I have to
1: Put, I have to make myself go to work forty five minutes early every day. Yeah, that's bullshit. And honestly, like something that's that I like attitude. to, I like to remind myself this all the time is that uh, you're a grown up, and these people aren't your parents, and they aren't in charge of you. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's consequences such as losing your job. But if you're being abused at work or taken advantage of, then losing your job. Might not be the worst thing, and also you might not actually lose your job. <laughs> Sometimes people power trip in order to keep you there, and it's manipulation. Um, mm. But really, they need you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tolerate that. I, if I'm a, if I'm a minute late for work, you absolutely cannot make me stay ten minutes later. Fuck you. That would be yeah. the answer to that.
0: I'll work. I'm a minute late. But yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are like. Well, it's one minute late today. It's 15 minutes late the next day. Then what's next? Two hours late. It's like, go fuck yourselves. I just, I hate that attitude. What's
1: next is writing that person up and firing them for being late all the time. You're not my mom. Yeah. You can't make me do anything. You're not my mom. Remember that listeners, no one can make you do anything. Speaking
0: of you're not my mom. Let's get into our next story from npr.org. An anti-abortion activist scales skygrapers to spread his message. He calls himself the pro-life Spider-Man.
1: So I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of this guy's views. I think that they're stupid. But Mason DeChamps, who is 22 years old, a finance student at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, likes to free solo... Like these huge buildings, in order to raise money for pro-life
0: groups. That's I, everyone has a passion and a mission, but free soloing is the most like fuck you reckless thing I've ever th- like. I can I can think of nothing more reckless. Like freebasing heroin while like. Uh, going between buildings on a tightrope would be less dangerous I think than free soloing but uh, I just I can't I just don't understand it I think that the
1: irony of it is what drew me to this story is that first of all you're pro-life right and yet you're doing one of the most dangerous things if you don't know what free soloing is I've got two things for you one Go watch Free Solo, that documentary on Hulu, and get ready for your palms to fucking be clammy for an hour and a half while you watch these lunatics. But two, free soloing, of course, is you're rock climbing or you're climbing in general, but without any harness, any ropes, nothing. You're just climbing. So to free solo a building, or anything for that matter. You don't have ropes means one wrong move, you fall down,
0: and you die. Um, so last summer, he was arrested while climbing the Aria Hotel in Las Vegas. He was protesting COVID restrictions on that climb. Yeah, I've <laughs> so, got some good opinions. This guy is pro-life. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's what the,
1: the, the irony of it. Like, you're going to go and <laughs> say oh my God, I'm pro-life. Every day I almost die. Like women or babies should be able to be born so that they can commit suicide rock climbing Mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. And so he climbed, he, he got arrested in San Francisco too for climbing a building, the Salesforce Tower. But he was just recently climbing the New York Times building in Manhattan and he hung a sign, which he's, free- he's free-selling with a sign on him, that says, abortion kills more than 9-11 every week. Guy, here's the fucking thing. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, man. The people who died 9-11 were adults with full lives, families, the whole nine. You're comparing, this is false equivalency, you're comparing that person to a fetus that doesn't even exist yet, doesn't even know it exists yet, that isn't, shut the fuck up late
0: yeah. right. cells know. like you're comparing that to cells uh, i can't uh, yeah anyway but uh, there's uh, a, little that's
1: bit us. a little bit more irony in here and then we'll i will again i don't want to talk about this guy's politics but he you know he expects to get arrested every time he does this because this is illegal to climb buildings uh, and super fucking dangerous and when he's asked about that he says well climbing has a history of not asking permission we have i guess an outlaw tradition so we tend not to ask perdi- permission we tend to just do what our heart tells us to do okay <laughs> so you're an outlaw who's protesting to put more control on other people the irony Erica the irony it's dripping it's dripping Yeah. anyways this guy's a fucking idiot and he's a clown and uh, he's trash but not in the way that we like
0: you know you know, I, I you know, I guess a lot of abortion activists are pro-adoption. And one of my favorite things is when people go to like those adopt, they're like, adopt, adopt, you know, that, that the dove signs. And then people come up and are like, How many children have you adopted? And they're like, none. So our next story it comes to us from the mirror.co.uk. And it's a mom who was gobsmacked after adopted puppy. Turns out to be a dangerous, endangered animal.
1: Yes. So owner Sue Yun welcomed a new puppy into her home and raised it for two years before thinking that it was time to maybe call the Yunnan Wildlife Rescue Center because it started walking on its hind legs.
0: That would have scared the ever living shit out of me
1: it feels like out of a horror movie like you've got a dog for two years like this is my two-year-old dog and then all of a sudden it starts walking around in your house and you're like um
0: Fido (laughs) (laughs) sit sit boy sit and it just like does like crisscross applesauce you're like okay have you have you seen that image uh it's like a black and white image of Uh, like a creature outside of a fence
1: black and white image of a creature outside of a fence that wouldn't have to be more specific.
0: (laughs) Hold on. There's like a a creature outside of a zoo. So, okay. So it's about, okay. So it's a, okay. There's a creature city asked public to help identify mysterious creature caught on camera. It's from June 24th. So there's a a city. There's a, it's outside of the Amarillo zoo in Texas. And it, 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 it looks like a werewolf. Like it, it's it's upright. It's it's a black and white image. It's 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 taken outside of like a you know a, a metal fe- you know um, a like a, a chain link fence.
1: Uh-huh. It's
0: upright. Oh, I'll send you this image. But they're like, we don't know what this is, and it,
1: it the it's like, is this a person?
0: One? No. It's too small. It's too. Um, it's not uh, hunchy. It, it's like a, a large coyote on its hind legs, a chupacabra. It's. It's. I mean, it's a UFO. It's a lot of things. Like, uh, I, I'm going a, I'm a text you, and I'm. I want you to weigh in because, I, and we'll post it on our social media, y'all. It. It. Its knees look bent in, like it's upright, but its uh, knees—that's what gets me. It's the knees. Some people think it's a coyote jumping the fence, but the knees are like inverted. It It looks like like a Sonic. Yes. Yeah.
1: Or like Like a tall Sonic, Sonic, one of Sonic's friends. This puppy that we're talking about in our story.
0: Yes. Turns out.
1: It was a black bear.
0: (laughs) Her family spent two years living alongside a black bear before learning the truth. She really only began to question things when the animal started walking on its hind legs.
1: She thought that she had a Tibetan Mastiff. And so that's why she was like oh yeah just a box of fruit two buckets of noodles every day that's all I would feed him but then the bigger the bear the bigger he got the more he looked like a bear and I'm actually kind of scared of bears
0: girl so suspecting something wasn't quite right she lives near a village near the uh, Kunming in the Yunnan province she contacted an animal rescue team For a second opinion. Always get a second opinion. Love a second opinion.
1: (laughs) They were like, oh, yeah, that's a black bear. Asiatic black bear, also known as a moon bear or a white chested bear. This thing was 250 pounds. That didn't make you wonder i don't know if they're if dogs get that heavy even big dogs i don't know if they get to 250 pounds
0: well the tibetan mastiffs are huge i'm looking them up on the american kennel club right now
1: how, how um, heavy do they get oh 100,
0: 150 pounds so yeah you know, I, okay okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah it's a bear <laughs> How, how did you not know it was a bear?
1: I, I'm, it, also, the Tibetan Mastiff looks like a fucking dog. Like, it's a yeah. big dog, but it looks like a dog. The yeah. bear in the picture <laughs> from the story looks like a bear. I, I don't know about this. I feel like maybe she knew she had a bear, but she's like, well, maybe if I just, you know, nature over nurture, like, or nurture over nature.
0: Yeah, she's if like, I, if I just... Gas she like, like this a bear, bear, bear into
1: thinking it's a dog, maybe it'll never become a bear. And then it stood up and she's like, Looks like we have a bear on our hands. And so she had to call this wildlife rescue and be like, I'm scared of bears. My doggy, girl.
0: No. You got a bear on your hands.
1: <laughs> I don't buy it.
0: I would just love to be the person on the other end getting that call. Like, hello, wildlife rescue.
1: I think my dog is maybe a bear
0: oh uh i'm so sorry uh you said he has like a a bear spot on his on his fur
1: oh no he's walking on his hind legs and uh eats two buckets of noodles
0: a day i'm so sorry we'll we'll have to send out um we'll have to send out a team please Uh. do hurry i'm afraid of bears (laughs) I can't even do that with a straight face. Just thinking about her raising a goddamn bear in her house and being like, it's a dog. And the, the, her child's like, Mommy, it, it was playing. It scratched me so much. I was playing with the dog. It's like, it's a dog. Or yeah, I was playing with the bear. And
1: she's like, it's a dog. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Erica, are you ready? Uh, I,
0: I've never, I've never been ready to talk about something more
1: okay it's time for the dumpster fire of the week oh my God. from people.com and a lot of other places because mm. everyone loves to talk about this marilyn monroe's dress worn to the met gala by kim kardashian appears to be damaged oh no mm-hmm Marilyn Monroe famously wore this sparkling gown to serenade the then-president John F. Kennedy on his 45th 45th birthday in 1962. The infamous, happy birthday to you. That shit was weird. Have you seen it? That, That performance? Yeah. Yeah. It feels weird. Like, more than it feels sexy. It feels... Like it makes me if it's like watching Fergie do the national the na, uh what is it what, national what, anthem what what do we got what's that song the national yeah
0: the national Every oh, no the
1: national uh, oh, Star Spangled it. Banner no something about our country and uh, what rock, do we say right?
0: <laughs> Fergie
1: anyways Fergie it's like, oh, watching Fergie. national, national anthem. anthem have you seen it you've seen it come on. Uh, yeah, it's the national anthem. That's
0: what we sing. We we yeah.
1: Anyways, it's uncomfortable to watch. That's how I felt watching this Marilyn Monroe "Happy Birthday." It was more just like uncomfortable because you're like, whoof, She's really milking this "Happy Birthday" song, but that's not. This isn't about her. Mm-hmm. You know, R.I.P. What a mm-hmm. what a crazy crazy life that she had. Yeah. This is about, of course kim kardashian yes
0: so she wore the original dress to the met gala on may 2nd the first monday in may and she wore it for just minutes on the red carpet took some photos and then changed into a replica for the actual gala the dress is displayed at ripley's believe it or not museum in hollywood california right now
1: why, why, if you're just gonna change into a replica, even wear the dress at all?
0: When the replica looked I almost identical, like and and the 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 there was there, the impact was there, like the oomph was there.
1: Yeah, like people saw it and they got it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, she's doing a Marilyn. Great. Like the dress didn't fit. It couldn't be altered.
1: Right. Yeah. She had to lose this. She famously lost 16 pounds in three weeks to fit into this dress where she was like, Oh, I wore a sauna suit twice a day. I ran on the treadmill, completely cut out sugar and carbs, ate the cleanest veggies and protein. She didn't starve
0: herself, but she was strict. That's what she says about herself, which is so fucking unhealthy and unrealistic like the amount of damage you can do to your organs losing that much weight and that much time like yeah unhealthy unhealthy realistic standards for other people and like like it or not you are a fucking influence to young people like that is so damaging to your body
1: yeah so anyways she mm. did all this work to fit in it just to wear it for a couple minutes and now you know people are pretending to be Marilyn Monroe enthusiast I mean that granted the guy in this article is a Marilyn Monroe enthusiast Mm -hmm. but I also do think that he uh maybe is uh capitalizing on you know an opportunity to go viral you know because it's very Kim Kardashian is very famous so what better way to go viral than to like hate on her I mean we're doing it (laughs) I'm just kidding I, um, I think this Morissette
0: is is sincere. Chad I don't
1: know Morissette, who owns the
0: company. I have oh. Michael Morissette. Yeah. I think he's sincere. Like he, I mean, he has handled artifacts of Maryland's like her driver's license. He he's such her driver's license, he touched her high school yearbook, he's such her ID card to Korea when she went to Korea with Joe DiMaggio. Like everything that's ever come up for sale of hers, including that dress. Like he, I think he is an obsessive. I think he's sincere. And I think he was hurt. I think other people like us are capitalizing.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. I'm just yeah like he went to go and check on the dress which normally its little house is at ripley's believe it or not museum in hollywood california speaking of (laughs) urine this shit is right on hollywood and highland but uh he went he noticed that there was damage and he took pictures of you know that there's missing crystals and it looks like there's little rips along the zipper scene i mean and this is his job i guess is to like take care of this dress or whatever but he said that the damn i know this dress the damage is so apparent i left ripley's in tears i ran out with my hand over my mouth holding back the tears because i could not believe the damage they allowed to happen for publicity stuff yeah that's fair it it kind of it doesn't make like i don't totally get
0: it the why she had to wear it at all i don't either and in her quote she said I'm extremely respectful to the dress and what it means to American history. I would never want to sit in it or eat in it or have any wrist, any damage to it. And I won't be wearing any kind of body makeup. I usually do. She said, I, everything had to be specifically timed and I had to practice walking up the stairs. Here's the fucking thing though. She had to wear multiple pairs of her line skims despite having lost the weight to fit into it and everything um which shapewear I'm all for if you want to wear shapewear wear your shapewear it's just it's an uh, it it, like the replica looked great and it fit her appropriately it was made for her body this dress was made for Marilyn's body which were different bodies and I just think that that uh, I think it sucks and like so many things have been fucking taken like during Marilyn's lifetime, after Marilyn's lifetime, like you know Marilyn Monroe was buried in a wig oh, because wow. the, the people that were preserving and taking her body cut locks of her hair and sold them, and she had to be buried in a wig. Ew. You know that Hugh Hefner bought the plot above her to be buried. they never met in person. He bought the plot above her to be buried above her I knew that so messed up
1: yeah she if you ever just want to go on a roller coaster of kind of a sad story um, you should look into her life but for what it's worth Marilyn Monroe's estate you know the people who manage her estate said that she Marilyn probably would have been delighted to see Kardashian wear the gown she probably would have been excited about it so who knows it's it's just a weird thing you know like I I don't really like to hold on to like all these material things so much so in the part of me is kind of like well you let her wear the dress so like what did you expect to happen you know and Mm. stuff but then there's definitely the other part of me that's kind of like I just if she's gonna change into a replica and she has to lose 16 pounds and. Uh, less than a month and she has to do all this shit and like practice walking up the stairs and she's just going to change. It's kind of like, what the fuck was the point of all that? Truly. Well, you could have lied or, or just like, just where the fuck I don't know. It's just like really weird. I don't know. I, I don't totally get it. And personally, I feel overall just very disillusioned with the Met Gala. I kind of feel like the Met Gala ever, ever since COVID happened, <laughs> I feel uh, less and less interested in things like the Met Gala because there's just too much income disparity and too many problems in the world and things. And I know sometimes the Met Gala just makes people happy and they like to see the outfits and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I just personally am just like, I there's something tone deaf about it at this point.
0: New rule for the Met Gal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write to Anna Wintour. Um, there gets to be a lottery, a, a, a regular person lottery. And, and I get like, it's, it's one regular person that gets to attend. And it's not one of the designers that buys it. It's nobody that gets to buy a table. It's just Anna Wintour draws a name out of a hat from the American public. And, it, and, and then that person, you know, all outfits have to be approved by Anna Wintour, but it's that person has to do their best to fit the theme as well. And it's me going to like forever 21 and just being like, do you have celestial body in this side <laughs> going to Shein and shopping for the Met Gala? That
1: feels like the hunger games in a way. I don't know
0: why. (laughs) It's very The Hunger
1: All right. What are you hoarding?
0: Okay. I'm hoarding a documentary on Hulu Mm -hmm. called The Deep Ends. And it's about the spiritual guide healer, Teal Swan. And uh, the cult leader, some might say, I say it. And it's... I listened to a podcast about her called the gateway a couple years ago, and she has YouTube videos and, and she does these retreats and all this stuff and the deep end, it, it kind of covers her, but it actually gets interviews with her. So does the podcast. That's what's kind of incredible is that she, she's very open about access to her, which is kind of really unusual for the. It's just kind of, I mean, I don't have a better word for it. That's not kind of ableist. It's nuts, man. It's, she has very, very controversial opinions on like her critics come for her on her opinions on suicide and that's kind of the big sticking point. And um, I just invite these people to watch it and it's really interesting I was watching it with my Nana last night and I would, I, I, the deep end on Hulu is a four parter. I think more people should know about it and I hope it doesn't, I think it's doing a good job to like deter people, but I also worry about things where I'm like, is this just going to expose more people to her, you know? So uh, anyway, it's only four parts. They don't, cause I
1: I feel like a lot of cult documentaries, they'll like. In the beginning, they'll go, "Hey, this is scary," and here's a quick montage of scary stuff. But then they, but then they spend a lot of time trying to sell the cult at first, which I think is always interesting. But then mm-hmm. once you get deeper into the documentary, you're like, "Okay, I've been talked out of the cult again." Do they not do that
0: second part? <laughs> they, they don't do the last part for this. I think it's only yeah, I think it's only a, a four-parter. Yeah. Maybe
1: more, I mean it's there's four episodes up on Hulu. I just looked, but yeah. I don't know. I'll watch it. I just heard about her in that book that I was hoarding a few weeks ago called Cultish. Mm -hmm. They they talk about her in that book too. So I'm, I'll watch it. Yeah. Give it a whirl.
0: It's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. Cool. What are you hoarding?
1: Well, in efforts to um, show interest in my partner's interests, I, um, one of his best friends is like really into formula one racing. And, um, then, you know, my partner was like, I would like to get into formula one racing. And so he did, and that's all fine, but it's like every weekend kind of whatever. It's not every weekend. How do I say this without dragging him? Cause I really feel like I'm getting that direction and I don't mean to, (laughs) it's like football where there's Mm -hmm. seasons and they play every fucking Sunday. So if like someone's what, you know, like whatever. So the formula is the same thing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try to see if I can find some interest in this because it's car racing and I don't really give a shit about car racing. Netflix actually has a series, a docu-series called Formula One Drive to Survive. It is four seasons. I I started watching the first couple episodes and I was like, oh, now I'm interested. Mm. Now I'm in season four which is getting closer and closer to like real time. Cause like season four takes place in 2021 and then they're filming season five right now because it's the 2022 season. But I was like, Oh, okay. Now I care. Do I love to watch the races? Probably still not very much. Like I, it's like, it's fine. But like, I also like sometimes get kind of like drowsy and like, I don't care, but I do find myself <laughs> genuinely caring about the drivers and uh, rooting for specific people and stuff. And also just kind of a crazy thing because like Formula One is like, kind of feels like a little bit on par with like soccer or football mm. as it is in all other countries where like, this is like pretty big around the world, which is something that America is getting into now like more recently Mm -hmm. and also feel like I know something that other people don't know because now that I know anything about formula one now all I can do is hear people talk about formula one and I'm like did everyone know about this except me and then I feel like I'm part of like a group now (laughs) so yeah formula one drive to survive it um feels less like a sports documentary and more like a uh soap opera that happens to have sports in it. And I like it. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Nice. What are you throwing out?
0: I'm throwing out the British Royal family. Okay. Monarchies in general. Yeah. The lotteries by birth that you win the institutions of, of racism and classism, the the treatment that Meghan Markle has endured, the racism that Megan Markle has endured by this family and that it has just become, you know, at the hands of the firm. And I, I truly believe that, I truly believe that Megan and Harry are out of respect for the queen biting their tongue and God rest her soul. If she, if she, if she passes, we're going to, we're going to get the, the full story of, of what really has happened. And I, I hope that the queen's dying breath is to say no more monarchy. <laughs> we're done. The royal family's disbanded because Charles doesn't get to be king. <laughs> I think that we are, are, we're done. We're done with lottery, you know, winning the lottery and divine you think it's over after her i mean it would take it would take a lot it would take the you know the public to to decide i think i don't think she just gets to say i'm done that would be
1: fucking baller though
0: if she could it'd be so cool (laughs) she just just gets up there and declares it and charles is like wait what mommy
1: does (laughs) does charles not get to now that because he's like a creep oh no no that's andrew
0: andrew's the creep oh well i mean charles sucks but andrew's the big creep and jeffrey epstein's friend right Um, but charles uh and camilla you know uh, camilla's a big you know one of the big catalysts and uh you know commenter and racist against Megan and and, but Charles tolerates it you know it's it's just I I just I think it's I'm done I'm done with the royal families like we're done
1: I don't think most people in our generation or younger could give two shits about them so it wouldn't surprise me if after Queen Elizabeth everyone was like okay like no one gives a fuck anymore like (laughs) but that's coming from two people in America
0: I and the, the tourism is cool and like seeing palace was neat, but the, you know, they don't truly have like, you know, authority, you know, they are mostly ornamental at this point completely. (laughs) And, but like, you know, waving and being ambassadors, uh, you know, let them be ambassadors. And I am I'm done with the, the money and the power that is bestowed. I'm just done. It's just absurd. It's absurd in this day and age yeah everyone earns their spot do it the american way and just inherit that wealth
1: right yeah get, you, get for- yourselves an electoral college if you yeah. want uh if you want some people to be in power that don't represent you
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. do it the right way what are you throwing out?
1: not enough storage hmm. i feel like i don't have enough storage i feel like places aren't built with enough storage Mm -hmm. we're supposed to have all this stuff because of american capitalism and consumerism but i've got nowhere to put it erica yeah Yeah. i needed a mop i i needed a mop so i bought a mop and i'm like where the fuck am i gonna put this mop and mop bucket and like I'm working from home. So my office, I'm, I'm coming to you live from a closet right now. (laughs) My office is in a closet because there's not enough room. And this isn't just like a, Oh, move into a bigger place. Problem.
0: Excuse you where? Right. Okay. Fiefel goes West. Like there is no bigger place anymore. Like, yeah,
1: we were, we looked at an open house, um, This last weekend just for fun and I was like oh this is a cool house in a cool neighborhood and it was even like I mean I wouldn't I don't want to call it affordable because nothing's affordable but it was like closer to what we may be able to afford Mm -hmm. and then I was there and I was like inside and I was like fuck like this house you're buying the neighborhood and you're buying the fact that you can have a house but like there's no fucking storage here It's worse than where I live now. Yeah. You're going to charge people? People are having to buy these houses that are so old. And they were built back in the day when people had nothing. (laughs) Clearly, I don't know. Why the fuck is the closet so small? You know? Did you guys not have clothes in the 50s? (laughs) And meanwhile, your house that was built in the 50s, is being sold in L.A. for $13 million, basically. I just think that maybe, I, I don't want to be controversial, but I do think that maybe the American economy and what the expectations of Americans is, um, is maybe not realistic. I'm sorry. I had to say it. <laughs> That's so that's so controversial. I had to say it. I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to say, but um it it's, we're t- we're trying to fit square pegs into circle holes right now. <laughs> mhm anyways, whatever. I'm just I'm mad about this mop bucket is really what it comes down to. <laughs> and I'm mad about that open house I saw, and I'm mad I'm in a closet right now.
0: yeah, throwing it all out yeah we don't have any public like there's no linen closet there's no there's no closet the the bedrooms have like a clothing closet in our apartment but there's no closets. so we have to we have like shelves that we've put in yeah
1: like okay you don't have a closet go to ikea and spend fucking whatever money and build yourself a closet okay well now my tiny room is just even tinier because i had to insert Shelf this and makeshift closet, closet. and yeah. also i could barely afford this makeshift closet because the place that i'm at i'm either is way too expensive to for me to buy or my rent is through the fucking roof or it's not working <laughs> i know you know. Ugh. Anyways, you can find me at Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter and you can find me on the Nooner Podcast and where do they find you, Erica?
0: At character Curry on Instagram and at Gilligal on the Twitter and you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter or at our website TrashyTrashyPodcast.com or you can email us at trashy trashy podcast at gmail.com with a story or reasons why you're trash and we will read it on air we love it of course this podcast is supported by listeners like you we're taking the pbs approach again you and uh we love you baby trash cans thank you hey Cass, what's going on girl hey garbage you stay garbage girl i will bye bye bye